Welcome, everybody. This is Maranatha Remnant Ministries. Uh, we just finished worship. It is Jesus, You Are Holy by the Upper Room. It was just an instrumental, and I felt like God put it on, our, on my heart just to minister to Him and just to thank Him and acknowledge Him and, and just really uh, just welcome His presence. Um, but, but today, we're, we have a special guest, so I'm not going to be preaching today. It's going to be my brother in Christ, my cousin, uh, Kevin, a.k.a. Rev Kev. And, um, but the thing is, um, before we jump in, I got a few announcements to make. So it was about two weeks ago, I did a five-day fast. And I felt like on the fifth day, the Lord told me that he wanted to change uh, the ministry's name. And he gave me word for it. And so now it's not just going to be Maranatha Ministries. It's going to be Maranatha Remnant Ministries. And what that means, if you look it up for yourself, you know, Maranatha means come our Lord. And Remnant means a small group, a small quantity, a small quality of a group. So the Lord really gave me that, that prophetic in time name for his ministry. So we're going to be changing things and saying it's Maranatha Remnant Ministries. So when we have it on the podcast, don't be confused. We just put Remnant in the middle of it now. And also, we have started a YouTube page. So we're going to be start working more on YouTube this year. And also, hopefully, TikTok. And also, hopefully, Facebook. And we're going to start doing Facebook Live and kind of transitioning out of Zoom. So um, I'm going to... I have a video already recorded and I'm going to put on YouTube and what I'm encouraging you guys that are listening on the other side all around the world. We have a description of a cash app and whatever you guys feel like God uh, wants you to bless us, just be obedient to it. You know, we, we can't just do it um, with no money. We need resources because we're trying to reach more people for Christ. So that means that means we need more audio equipment. That means we need more recording equipment um, just to get bigger, eventually get merchandise. So 
this is a big change for us, but thank God that he's given us the provision. He's given us the counsel. Um, he's bringing multiple people to help this ministry boom and grow for his kingdom here on earth. So with that being said, uh, we will have the link of the YouTube video uh, up for you guys. And that cash app is just set for right now because we're trying to raise money to um, get a 5013C. And that is, that's a nonprofit and that costs $600. And then there's, uh, we want a laptop and that costs, you know, $1,000. So we have all these things that we need, but God will supply it, right? God will give us that divine compensation to get his will done, right? Mm -hmm. So God's our provider, not man. Yeah. But we encourage you, if God's asking you to give, give with a cheerful heart. But also, you know, if this ministry has really impacted you and, and really helped you, you know, it's, it's good to give back. To that because and that means we can impact more people for the kingdom and it's in good soil so just that being said um does anyone have any um testimonies any uh praise reports anything of that nature that god's done for you guys the past week anybody you got one okay let's hear it let's hear it so I just, I wanted to say how excited I have been lately to serve at my church in the children's ministry, that I have been able to finally do my first um, teaching, and it was really exciting, and I have never ever wanted to do anything like this before, so it's just a testimony to things that God can do in changing your life. So good. Wow. Thank you, God. And it was so cool because she taught Amaya. Aww. About the communion, about the blood of Jesus, about she was the best student. At the bread of life. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's cool that we that you get to give back because we all have gifts and callings and God wants to use each and every one of us to fulfill his will. We all have a different a different demographic we can hit. You know, I was talking to this one guy, Daniel, and he said like, well, you know, I kind of kind of got this ghetto slang. I'm like, God, can you use that for his glory? <laughs> you can reach people that I can't reach. You know what I mean? So, uh, so the thing is, um, I just want to encourage you guys that you guys have gifts and callings and uh, don't belittle them because they're all very valuable to the king because the king gave it to you. So um, with that being said, is there anybody else that wants to share anything that God has done for them this past week? Anything else? Ian? Yeah, let me, let me hear you, brother. Hold on. Let me turn you up real quick. Yeah. I had to get stitches from the cactus because the guy had to pick around in it. Okay. And just look at it, and it was all black and blue. Wow. And. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I see that. Like, the next day, it was just, it looked like this. Completely healed. Just about. I mean, the stitches are still there, but once those are dissolved, they'll be. Yeah, but there's no bruising. There's no, like. No, because wow. that typically takes, like, two weeks ish. Wow. That's amazing. See, bro, I told we so me and Kevin prayed and Pastor Carmen, we prayed for this um, for this young man, Ian, and he fell down a mountain oh and he gosh. got like banged up and cactus hit him and it wasn't pretty. Right. But the Lord totally just healed him. And we just laid hands on him and he recovered. And he said that should take like two weeks for the bruising to go. And it disappeared in one day. Oh my yeah. And he said all he has is like a little tiny. I mean, show it again. 
so they can the, see it. It's just the like the incision. Yeah, it's see it. Even. It's like it's nothing. That's glory to God. Thank you for showing. Thank you for sharing, Ian. I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, anybody else want to share anything? No. Everybody's good. Okay. So um, I'm not gonna take too much more time because Rev Kev wants to go at it. So um, let's just come in prayer. Okay. So I'll come in agreement. Uh, Father, thank you for just this wonderful time that we get a fellowship, that we get to uh, sharpen each other. That says iron sharpens iron, right, to our countenance. And it says, do not forsake the assembly of yourselves. And Lord God, we thank you that you've given us uh, this, this time, that Lord God, that we're in, in perfect peace right now, that the joy of the Lord is here right now, that your presence is here. And Lord God, I wanna uplift my brothers and sisters across the world in Ukraine, that Lord God, you would protect them, that you would give them supervision, Lord God, and that your, um, your presence, your guardian angels, you would send charge over them that they should not dash their foot on a stone. But Lord God, in this time where there's violence and genocide and there's just evil and war, you're still good, Lord. And Jesus, we know that you save and we know that you're mighty to save. So, Lord God, I ask you that you would touch many people, that you would send your missionaries out there, that you would send aid to the people that need help, Lord, because you're faithful and you're good. So we come in agreement that you would help our brothers, but I also pray uh, for Russia too, Lord God, that, Lord God, you would open their eyes, that you would show them that they're in fault, that you would, you would open the eyes of Putin and see that this is wrong and that, they would, that God, you're so merciful and good that you would show them repentance, that your goodness leads them to repentance. And also we pray for our president, uh, Joe Biden, Lord God, that you give him wisdom, understanding what to do, that you would show him how to execute, but also aid the people that need help, Lord, that he wouldn't have a closed heart and that you would open his eyes and his, uh, his counsel's eyes too as well. Mm -hmm. Father, I ask you that you would have your way here. Holy Spirit, you're fully welcomed. I ask for the spirit of the Lord to fall upon this place today that the fire of the Holy Ghost would be present and would burn every impurity in this place. That, Lord God, that I ask that you would open every ear that's listening and that will be listening in the future, every spiritual eyes to be open, that their hearts would be open and ready to receive today your word. We don't want to hear from Kevin. We want to hear from you, Lord. So, Lord God, have your way. This is your ministry. This is your podcast. These are your people. So I ask him that you would bless them, give them peace and joy, and I cancel every assignment of the enemy any type of frustration, any type of confusion, any type of distraction, any type of lying or deceitful spirit, every religious spirit, get out in Jesus' name and don't come back. And that, Lord, you would have your full presence be here. We give the glory and honor and praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right, so um, I'm going to introduce uh, Kevin, and he's going to be teaching you guys today. So give him a big applause. Come on. Oh man, what's up people? I hope you can hear me well. If not, let us know. Let us know yeah. Maybe I'll start screaming. Oh, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Before I get started, I feel like 
like the Holy Spirit's telling me that someone's been very frustrated with themselves mm-hmm. and and that they, they keep beating themselves up for little mistakes. And I just feel like, like God's saying, you're forgiven. I just need you to come to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that's for, but I mean, I'll take that for myself because, you know, God's a respecter of no man. Yes. So, so, so before we get into the teaching today, um, life's all about choices, right? Mm-hmm. We, we have choices that we make, uh, whether it's, you know, asking if asking God if we go to a restaurant or, you know, as simple as what shoes to wear. Um, I remember I asked I asked the Holy Spirit if I could have a donut one time, and he told me no. And, uh, so I so I said that's the last time I asked the Holy Spirit. <laughs> oh, just just kidding, just kidding. No, uh, but he really told me no for that donut, and uh, it it turns out that as I was driving to work, the reason for me not getting the donut was God wanted me to fast that day. So it made sense, you know, but I was still thinking about that donut, you know. Um, but with these choices, we often think that we we know best, right? That ain't nobody got me like myself, you know. And then uh, when, when we come to make a decision and we think of the, these choices that we want, right? You know, like, oh, for example, you're going to buy a truck, you know, and... You think it's the right decision, right? But if you go to, let's say, you go to you go to your mom and, you know, you ask her, what does she think? And she says, I think that's a bad idea. Then automatically that person is dumb because, you know, they, they're not thinking, you know. Um, but how can we get these correct answers, right? How can we get led to make the right decision? Mm-hmm. Um so I was spending my time with God, and I was like, hmm. Well, I mean, we all know the answer here, right? But how do you tell somebody who, who doesn't know that answer? Who, who just thinks that that, that that feeling that they get is themselves, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. The first scripture I want to bring up is Proverbs 19.3. And it's funny because we just went over this in our men's Bible study. Mm. But it, it, it spoke volume. So uh, Proverbs 19.3 says, and I'm reading now the NLT, NLT version. People ruin their lives by their own foolishness, and then they are angry at the Lord. Uh, a lot of the times we, we make decisions for ourselves. But then what the outcome is, is, is not what we expected. And then we blame God. Like, oh, God, why couldn't you stop me? He's like, look, I was trying to talk to you this whole time, but you don't know me. Mm. You don't know how to hear me. Right? He's like that that offer that they that that they offered you for that car, I kept declining. Mm. But you did it on your own. Good. Then I felt like I was directed to nineteen twenty one too, so same same chapter, just verse twenty one. And you can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. So I started thinking, like, hmm, you can make all the plans you want. But what God has for you is going to come 
And it's going to happen. But you got to be able to listen, right? So like like we like like we heard, the t- the 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 title of today's sermon is, hearing hearing God's voice. Simple as that. Just very simple. I don't want to be any, like flashy, razzle dazzle. I mean, I could, but I decided not to. You know. Um, Bring it down. <laughs> so I was in my alone time, and I started asking. I was like, "All right, God." I watched many sermons the past three days. But I feel like one thing that was left out, and it's a very crucial step, is surrenderance. Mm-hmm. Once you're able to surrender to God, right? Once you're able to be like, you know what, Lord? I want all of you fill me with your Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit is going to be that communicator through God in you. That's how you can be able to hear from God, Right? Because without the Holy Spirit, we would not be able to understand what God's trying to tell us each and every day, you know, throughout sun up to sundown, you know. Yeah. So I told God, I was like, look, that's obvious, surrenderance. We all kind of know that, you know. I was like, What's, what comes after surrenderance, right? He told me your attitude. So step number two is is your attitude coming into the throne room with God. When you get in your secret place, when you get in your alone time with God, attitude is big, right? Just like at, at your jobs, at your guys' jobs, you know, when we're working, if we let somebody mess up our whole day, we have, we have a bad attitude, mm-hmm. you know? Our boss might get our attitude, mm-hmm. you know? So what... Attitude is is such a big deal. And I felt like God was saying this to me. He's like, you got to believe that you can hear me speak to you. That's good. Right? You got to believe that you can hear me speak to you. But I was like, okay. I said, so Lord, you're telling me about attitude, right? Are you trying to tell me that I need to change my attitude? You know, do I have a bad attitude? You know, I think I'm a nice person. Um, But he said, no. So he directed me to the next scripture, which is Psalms 104. And he said, enter, it says, enter his gates with thanksgiving, go into his courts with praise, give thanks to him and praise his name. That's good. Can you repeat that again? Uh, Psalms 100 verse 4 is enter his gates with thanksgiving, go into his courts with praise, give him thanks and praise his name. So that just like rocked me when I was when I was when I was preparing this, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, attitude is big. Attitude is important because you know just one thing can change your whole day. Mm-hmm. You know, one one mishap can even change your whole week. You know, yeah. and and I started thinking. I was like, okay, no, no, no you're right. Attitude plays a big part in our everyday lives. And like I said, I felt like the Lord was saying, believe you can hear me, and you will. Mm-hmm. Step number three I want to get into is position. you got to be able to position yourself to hear from God. 
What does that mean? What does position mean? Oh, you know, I'll answer you guys what position means, you know? <laughs> we want to know. Yes, that's Tell what I'm saying, us. you know? How many licks does it take to get the center of a Tootsie Pop? We never know. <laughs> By position, I mean you got to make time for God. Yes. That, that's a big thing. You got to be able to make time for God, not just this whole... All right, God, I only got five minutes today, so tell me what you're trying to tell me. That's good. Because when, we, when we're able to make time for God, it, it shows God that we're making him a priority. Yes. yes. So once we're able to make that time, carve out time, whether it's when you wake up, whether if it's 30 minutes when you wake up, whether you got to get to bed earlier the night before to be able to spend the time with him in the morning, but when we can make God a priority, then we start to build this, this, this habit. We start to build this kind of like a foundation, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure we've all heard, you know, without a foundation, you can't build a home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Without that foundation with God, you can't build a relationship with him. Yeah, that's true. You know what I kind of heard in my spirit too is prioritize God before your schedule. Yeah, exactly. I mean, prioritize God before your schedule. So don't fit him in your schedule. Let him be before the beginning of your schedule. I heard Mike Todd say this, right? And this was this is what kind of like shook it up for me. And I was I was I was really new in my faith, and I was probably a couple months in, you know. And for a lot of us, tithing is a is a big thing, you know, because like God, like oh, how am I going to give you ten percent of my money? And I only have 90% left with, you know. Mm-hmm. But that 10%, right, that 10% that, that God asks is not just for tithing. Mm-hmm. And I heard Mike Todd say this. He said, I gave you 24 hours in a day. Two and a half of those hours are mine. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you think that, right, two and a half hours to God, that's a lot of time, to be honest. Uh-huh. I'm going to be honest. That's a lot of time. Yeah. So true. And the average person would just be would think that I gotta spend two and a half hours consecutively in a row with God, right? Smith Wigglesworth, I mean, I'm pretty sure Christians mentioned him a couple of times on the podcast. He never prayed more than twenty minutes, but never went longer than twenty minutes without praying. You know, so that's constant communication with God. You know, that's constant relationship that she that, that that's a relationship that he put with God mm-hmm. and he was a mighty man of God man and it, it's it's crazy yeah. to hear his his stories and if you ever have a chance to listen you won't be a you won't be displeased you won't be falling asleep, <laughs> you won't be falling asleep for <laughs> sure yeah um step number four I want to get into is you got to eliminate any distractions so when you come into the throne room, when you come into that secret place with God, right? Like, Lord, I'm spending my time with you now. You got to eliminate any distractions, right? Mm-hmm. Phones. Phones are a big distraction to our day. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, many of us drive and are on our phones. That's, mm-hmm. that's just how it is. When we're working, we're on our phones. You know, we're on the toilet, especially the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Something that takes you like five minutes, you turn to 45, you know? <laughs> Uh, I'm guilty. I was on TikTok. My, my, my bad. <laughs> but I finished 40 minutes ago. <laughs> also, like TMI. TVs, 
radios, you know. If you got the TV on, you're playing worship music, and that's fine. But anything that you know that's going to cause a distraction to you, you should be able to put it away. Because not only are you are you eliminating that distraction, you're showing God, like, look, I'm not going to let anything interrupt our time together. Come on. Right? Come on. Like Christian and Chelsea, you know, you guys go on a date night. Right. Right? That That's your guys' time together. That's that's strictly for you. I get Christian Monday through Friday. You get him on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you know it's crazy right. too, though. She we, said that. <laughs> what we've been doing, what we've been implementing, is that we'll grab our phones and turn them with the screen Perfect. upside down. Yeah. So then we're just focused on each other. So not focused on the email notifications mm-hmm. or someone texts us unless it's an emergency. We'll we'll answer. Mm-hmm. But we try to just have that intimate time, not disrupted, but just mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. us. You know what I mean? It's been helping. And that's and that's a big thing, right? When yeah. when you don't have these things around you mm-hmm. that you want to grab, that you want to look at, that you want to scroll through, you know. Uh, unless I text you, please respond. <laughs> <laughs> but but a lot of the times, like you know, very early in my faith, yeah. I would I would okay, I'll be like Alexa, play Maverick City, play Elevation Worship, you know. And, you know, I set the mood. I'm all right, cool. Like, God, do we want a candle on? Or do we not want a candle? Like, you know. I have that all the time. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm glad I'm not the only one, you know. And I'm like, I just bought it. Like, it's new, like, you know. But that's besides the point, you know. But we, we want to we wanna welcome God to where we're at, right? Whether it's you find more time alone outside. In the closet. Heck, if you gotta go go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom, just sit on the toilet or sit right there Mm -hmm. on the edge of the tub. Mm -hmm. However, you can get in that alone time with God. Do that, right? I I, I found out that, you know, sometimes I'm running around, you know, making my daughter breakfast before I go to work, getting her ready for for the day, you know, giving her hugs, all the hugs that she wants and kisses. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm like, oh, I prayed like five minutes this morning, you know, I said, thanks for waking me up, God. That's a big deal, you know. Um, but I felt like the Holy Spirit was telling me, like, look, you have a commute to work. You can talk to your father. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of the times you just want to play music, whatever's new in hip hop or country or EDM or, you know, opera, you know, <laughs> which I love opera. Um, but we tend to let these things come before God. We, we tend to let our daily lives mm-hmm. take over mm-hmm. what should be first. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So once I started once I started praying, once I started giving thanks to God, worshiping God on my ways to work, I started to notice that my position was changed. Mm-hmm. What was really important in, in my everyday life, what was really important to me, you know, And that's and I want to get into the the fifth step. Um, five steps, five and six, kind of tie into each other. Um, I know I know a lot of you guys are asking, Kevin. You gave a step one, two, three, and four. When are you going to mention scripture? That's where number five is at right now, guys. Okay. Um, it's the word, right? You got to be able to be in the word. I hear constantly. <laughs> A lot of I hear I hear constantly from from different people throughout my whole day. Um, how do you know God? Easy, 
through his word. Mm-hmm. So they'll be like, okay, well, I don't think God is like this. I don't think God would, uh, would do that. I'm like, how do you know that God wouldn't do a certain thing? How do you know his character? How do you know his actions? How do you know him? And I always, everybody always gets stumped when you ask them, do you read the word? Mm-hmm. Do you read the Bible? And they're like, uh, no. I said, exactly. That's how you know. That's how you don't know yeah. God's character or who he is, right? Mm-hmm. That's how you know not to kill somebody, like, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I kind of felt too, like, you know, how do you know God without this word? You don't. And that's the thing. But you can just read the word, right? You can just open up the Bible. Let's say you're in John and you just read John. Boom, go. You read it in like 10 minutes. You read two chapters, let's say, right? And if you read two chapters in 10 minutes, you read really fast because I'm over here like, (laughs) okay, I understood this word. Like, okay. But that's where the Holy Spirit comes in, you know? The Holy Spirit reveals the truth to you. The Holy Spirit will help you understand Scripture. Yes. So for somebody who is just reading scripture without the Holy Spirit, it's going to sound like mumbo jumbo, like, yes. like math, you know, like X equals what? Like, you know, how'd you get pie in there? Like now I'm hungry, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but the Holy Spirit will, will, will teach you what that scripture means, but it's not just about reading the scripture. It's, it, you, you can't just go and. Oh, I'm going to read the scripture and let it, let it change me from there. It will, but it may take a while. But for it to really grasp you, for it to be like, like, like Jesus is there giving you a hug. And like, like, I imagine Jesus just like giving the best hugs, like bear hugs, you know, that you know you're safe and secure, right? right. Um, but that comes by meditation. You got to be able to meditate on the word, whatever the scripture is. You got to be able to, to, to take it. And the definition of meditation is to think deeply or focus one's mind for a period of time, mm-hmm. right? So if I'm just reading one scripture, going on to the next, and not really letting what's on that love letter that God has wrote us mm-hmm. jump out at me, mm-hmm. then, then I'm doing myself more harm than I'm doing God harm. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not taking the time to understand what God is trying to say to me in that moment. Right. You're rushing the process. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You rush the process, you, you know, just like when you marinate some chicken, right? If I leave it for 30 minutes, yeah, it'll probably taste a little good. But if I leave it overnight, yeah. oh, that John's going to taste real good, you know what I mean? <laughs> Especially if you get the teriyaki or like a little spicy, spicy garlic, you know? But uh, the longer it can sit, the better it's going to be. And that next... The next scripture I want to share is, is John 10, verse 3 through 5. Um, when you can let these scriptures marinate, right? When you, when you see it every day, when you read it every day, whether it's something. I remember the Holy Spirit was showing me. And, you know, those of you who have children, you know, I'm pretty sure you pray for your children every day. Or your spouses or your, your brothers, sisters, you know. Or your mom. Don't forget your mama, guys. That's right. Um, mm-hmm. when, when I always pray for my daughter, I pray that she is protected from the top of her head to the soles of her feet. 
I remember one verse that I that I read, and it was Psalms ninety one eleven, and it was uh, He'll command the angels to protect you wherever you go. Yeah. And I prayed over my daughter daily. I prayed over her in the morning, at night, you know, when I eat lunch, you know. I I constantly stay in prayer for myself and my daughter, you know, because when when you're protected, when you know you're good, those under you, you know, will be good as well. And John chapter 10, verse 3 through 5 says, The gatekeeper opens the gates for him, and the sheep recognize his voice and come to him. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. After he has gathered his own flock, he walks ahead of them, and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow, another, they won't follow a stranger. They will run from him because they don't know his voice. And that's, that's the same thing with, with God. How you can understand, how you're going to know God's voice if you don't spend time in Scripture. Mm-hmm. How you going to know His character. Mm-hmm. How you can know what He says about a situation. Because God could be telling you the whole time. And the Holy Spirit could be like screaming inside you, do not get on the freeway. Mm-hmm. And you said, oh, it's faster than getting on the freeway. Mm-hmm. And now you're in an accident. Mm-hmm. And now you're in the hospital wow. because you have a broken femur. Yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. That quick. It, 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 it's crazy. Like... Just to share a quick story with you guys, uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, before I was headed to Bible study, uh, I was pulling, I was pulling a trailer for work, and you know, I was doing, I was doing um, some uh, some landscaping, you know, spraying weeds. Oh, actually, I was doing a termite job. That's what it was. So it took me a little longer, and it was later in my day. I didn't eat all day. I was super hungry, so I was like. Boom, there's a jack-in-the-box right next to my house, around the corner. I don't really like jack-in-the-box, uh, but it's convenient and it's quick. So I was like, cool, like, you know, because that thought popped in my head really quick. And I'm like, oh, look at you, Lord, like, directing me into the path I need to go. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, we all want a sourdough jack, you know, extra cheese. You know, <laughs> The Lord likes to take care of us, but... uh. <laughs> As as I'm pulling in the plaza, I felt the Holy Spirit tell me go to Boca, Bacaria. And and this taco place is in the back, so this is in the back, and the Jack in the Box is in the front. So and I was like, you know what, Lord, you always looking out for me. Like this is what I'm talking about, like you know. But it turns out that there's this girl on the side of the street, and she was playing a violin, and I'm like. Dinner and a show, like oh man! <laughs> but I just saw I saw the sign that she had, and it just said pregnant. I'm like, man, that kind of kind of sucks, you know. You out here trying to get money, and then all of a sudden, this little Holy Spirit's like, bless her with ten bucks. And I'm like, how'd you know I had ten dollars in my wallet? Like, that's crazy. Like, you know, that's, I was like, Lord, I keep money in my wallet because that's my lunch money throughout the week. And he's like, give it to her, and I was like, all right. So I took it out. I sat on my truck and I prayed over it. I prayed, I prayed over the money. I said, Lord, bless the hands that receive this. You know, and I didn't know the full situation she was in. So I'm, I'm walking and I see the taco shop and I'm like, oh, it sounds so good. But I got to do this business first. And I'm walking to her and it turns out that there was more on the sign than just the big letters that said pregnant. There's more to it than what you see. 
And what I saw was pregnant, need rent, don't have money for food, and something else on the bottom. And I was like, okay, well, it's great. I ain't trying to cry right now, but like, now I see how important it is to be able to understand God's voice and hear God's direction. She didn't have insurance to go and check on her baby. No, ever. that's what it was. Yeah, she needed, um, she needed to get an ultrasound as well. So I'm like, you have four things on there that you need help with. And my biggest thing today was, where am I going to eat? Mm-hmm. Like, you know? Yeah. And, and some people were like, okay, well, why are you going to help her out? Why give her money? You know, she should be working. You know, as any logical person would think, right? But if your father is telling you to do something, so good. you step out and do it. Yeah. It doesn't matter if it makes sense in your head. That's the Lord good. knows that this person needs something. Because maybe this girl was praying like, Lord, I need, I need somebody to bless me. Mm-hmm. Yep. I need somebody to help me. Because yep. another story, an example for that was during Christmas. And Christmas is a, is a big holiday where people are kind of tight with their money. They don't want to spend their money. They don't want to give their money freely. You know, they want to be able to buy gifts for the kids and family, you know. And I remember my boss, he, he gave me a, a $40 gift card to, to Sportsman's. And, you know, your boy was like, oh, I'm about to go get me a nice shirt, you know. But then I was like, you know what? I'm going to get my daughter a present instead of myself. You know, because it's more about being able to... I guess spoil her a little bit on this holiday rather than myself, you know, because I'm spoiled because my father has gave me a new life, you know. But I was gonna go to the store two hours earlier than I was that I than I showed up, right? So I ended up showing up there like at eight. They closed at nine. I wanted to get there like around five or six, but I didn't feel the need to go. At the time that I wanted to go. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. And then, you know what? I was like, you know, I'll do my dad duties. I'll get my daughter to sleep. And then I'll go. And I'll do the rest of my shopping. Mm-hmm. So when I pulled up, I just didn't feel the need to, to go inside right away. I said, I already know I'm getting my daughter. I'm just going to chill here. You know, this is kind of like my little time to relax. And then I'll get everything going. As soon as I step out. I feel the Holy Spirit say, look to your left. Look to my left, there's a lady walking to me. And she's like, hey, I hate to ask you this, but is there any way that you can help me out? And in my head, my carnal mind was like, no. I really don't want to help you out. It's Christmas. We're all on a tight budget. We don't want to spend money like that. Mm-hmm. But then she started opening up to me, and uh, I felt like I was telling me, bless her. I've blessed you before. Why can't you bless somebody? I'm like, okay, like, I don't want to get into this right now with you, God. But like, you know, let, let's, let's, I'm going to listen to you. I'm going to be obedient to what you tell me to do, right? Mm-hmm. So it turns out she just moved from California. Her bank thought that it was a fraudulent charge from all the expenses that she did. They froze her card. Mm-hmm. Christmas was two days away. She just moved here. She didn't have no food or no money for presents. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, you hit me where my heart is. Because I got a daughter. I can relate to this. Like, you know. So, so, so I blessed her with, with, with some money. And then she's like, I can pay you back. I said, look, I don't need you to pay me back. Mm-hmm. I said, even though I can give you my number. And if you want to reach out, then that's fine. I said, I don't need you to pay me back. Mm-hmm. I said, what, what type of person would I be? What kind of example of a 
Oh my God, fear man, would I be if I'm like, hey, here's 40 bucks. I want you to pay me back, though. Mm -hmm. That's not an example of my father, right. right? If the birds don't worry about food, who are we to worry about finances? Right. And so, you know, I ended up, I ended up blessing her. I ended up talking to, about God with her for 45 minutes. And then I look at it and I'm like, oh, Lord, the store closes in 10. Like, we got to hurry up. <laughs> Um, but she, she actually left. I didn't say that, I didn't say that like straight out loud, but she, um, we, we finished talking about the, uh, about God and she's a Romanian gypsy. So she's telling me that she never stays in one place too long and she's always moving. Um, you know, so, so I gave her my number, you know, if she needed anything to reach out, you know, I'll be more than happy to be able to help her to the best that I can, you know. And that just comes by being able to hear hear God's voice. And as I was preparing for this too, right, the first thing that God told me before I started writing these steps down was he said, to know my voice is to know my word yes. and understand my ways. That's so good. Yeah. I, yeah, so, you know, what keeps coming to mind is we were, I was young in my faith. I was probably like a year in, so he was probably like a couple months. Yeah, and we went to Starbucks because we were going to the gym, and we like run into this Buddhist monk. Oh, yeah, that was from crazy! Nepal, from Nepal, <laughs> from Nepal, yeah. he's like lived there, and he's you know smoking. He's a white guy, so he's not even like a. I don't know. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, like, it was different. It was different. So I was like, okay, but you know what? The Lord told me he's like tell the tell him about me, tell him about me. And the thing is, if we just bring Jesus into every situation, he's the solution. Yes. all the time mm -hmm. and the thing is even that buddhist monk we talked to him mm -hmm. we were there and i didn't know as much as the word as i do now mm -hmm. but i gave him the word that i do know at that moment mm -hmm. and the thing is it ministered probably to him because he sees these two young men mm -hmm. on fire for jesus and he's been a buddhist monk in nepal for 30 40 years mm -hmm. and he let me pray for him and i remember that remember oh uh, yeah and the thing is... He said he never turns down prayer. Huh? So there's something there yeah. that he was reaching for, but he's been yeah. shaped to a certain way. Right. Mm -hmm. he, he wants to know the truth. He wants mm -hmm. to know the power. He wants to know what he's been chasing after because he even said after all yeah, the time he, he spent, he says he still feels like Buddha's not real. Mm -hmm. Imagine being like there for like 30, 40 you know, years and all your meditation and they yeah, do a lot yeah. more than we do. I'll tell you that for sure. Yeah. But he was saying like these two young men had an encounter with Jesus and he was open to it. And I asked the Lord that he would reveal himself to him in a dream. Mm -hmm. Something where he could see this manifestation. Mm. But just thinking about that, because that came to my head, you were there with me. Yeah. And we were just out there just getting some coffee. Mm. Yeah, because I had questions, you know, I was just like, I wanted to, the things I didn't understand, you know, especially with the way you feel, you need to be able to open up to somebody. Because if, if, you, if you let these feelings sit inside and there's a word again, marinate, if these negative feelings, when they sit inside and they start to do their thing, run its course, the enemy's getting you in, the, in this trap. Because once you start feeling a certain way, feeling like you're not worthy or that 
you know, you're just going to mess up again. So what, what, what point is it to ask God for forgiveness? Because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always a mess up. My dad was a mess up. You know, my, my sister's brother was a mess up, you know. If the enemy can put that little seed in your head, right? Because there's two seeds that can happen. You can have a seed from God and you can have a seed from the enemy. Mm-hmm. But when the enemy can plant that seed in your head and you start thinking about it, they're going to have their way with you. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, I remember that. You know, we were, we were just out at Starbucks and we literally just got our coffee. We sat down, we opened up our Bibles. And literally five minutes later, this guy just comes and sits down right, beside us. right next to us. And I'm like, I've never seen a monk in my life, like, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, that's crazy, you know? And Like, he had the whole attire. Like, you see, like, he was, yeah, he was dressed up from like, head to toe. Like, he was bald. Like, yeah, he had sandals. He had just... The beads. Yeah. I have a, a story that ministered to me when you were saying that. Is I, too, had, like, someone come up to me, this uh-huh. lady, and she's like... You know, she didn't want money, but she wanted me to buy her shoes and, like, a, right. sh- a shirt at the Walmart. So I was like... Okay, okay. So I took her in. I felt kind of weird about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So I went in and, you know, I bought her the stuff. But then I used that as an opportunity yes. to share the gospel. Yes. I said, do you know Jesus? And then I prayed for her. Mm-hmm. So even though she might have been trying to con me mm-hmm. or pull a fast one or whatever, yeah. I still was able to use it as an opportunity. Absolutely. And I think sometimes, you know, people are like, well, why do you give to them? You know, they're probably like scamming you. But you know what? Yeah. Like, I love what Kevin said that ministered to me is like, if the Holy Spirit's telling you to do it, yes. then you better be obedient, mm-hmm. yes. right? Because someone might say, oh, you're just a doormat and people, whatever, are using your skin to skin. But I was able to use that as an oh, opportunity, right. and I shared the gospel and prayed with her at the Walmart mm-hmm. and gave her, you know, brought her stuff. But she, too, was pregnant, you know, and I could yeah, see her little belly. But even if she's a fake belly, you know, mm-hmm. again, I use that as an opportunity. Well, me and Chelsea had a similar situation, and we kind of, you know, we were hoping that this family would come back and reach out to us, you know, because we mm-hmm. thought, yeah. but we heard the Lord, and yeah. I was moved by compassion right. mm-hmm. that I was just obedient, you know, and we, we blessed them, like, we yes. went above and beyond. Yeah. And the thing is, the Lord sees that. It says in the, we just read it, it was Proverbs chapter 19, if you can pull it up, it was that when if you lend, if you if you give money to the Lord, give it unto him. You're, you're lending oh. it. You're lending to it to the Lord. Lord. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's asking you. He's not like he, he's not just gonna make magic money like come up, appear. Mm-hmm. He wants to use your heart right. to give, and then he's gonna multiply what you gave, mm-hmm. right? Because God, yeah. God's a multiplier. Yeah. He doesn't add and subtract. He multiplies. Yeah, so it's Proverbs 19, verse 17. If you help the poor, you are lending to the Lord, and he will pay you. Mm-hmm. So, like, again, like, if we ask Holy Spirit, you know, and he says, yes, go ahead and do it. Yeah. And, um, you know, be obedient to to that. And we're, be, and we're, like you said, we're lending to the Lord. Yes. And he will repay you. He's right. Like, so it's not like he's not going right, to give it back to right. you. He's going to repay you. He's a promise keeper, right? And that's his heart, you know, the poor. Yeah, and a lot of times, like, you know, some people think, like, oh, if I give 40 bucks out, I'll get repaid with 80. Like, no, 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 no. It's not that. But this thing that you've been praying for for the last two years is what God's going to repay you with, you know? And. Well, you don't know where, like, where 
You know, yeah, you don't know where it goes. You don't know how you're going to get the compensation. Right, exactly. No. Like for me, like when we got the helicopter ride, mm -hmm. that, that was, was crazy. hundreds of dollars. <laughs> right. But I only paid 25 bucks. Right. So either way, how I blessed it somehow, somewhere, yeah. got compensated when I wanted to do it. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you just don't know. That's awesome. So the last step, or actually to continue with, with the fifth step, you know, and it's, it's the word, um, we got to build this relationship with God. Yes. Because without a relationship, how are you going to really know who he is? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it's like, for an example, if, if Christian were to call me, you know, I would know it's him, obviously, because caller ID, you know, mm -hmm. everybody knows that. But without the caller ID, if I didn't even look at that and I just picked up and I heard him say, hey, what's up? I can tell it's him mm -hmm. because of the time that I spent, you know, just how you would know it's Chelsea on the phone. It's that time that you spent with her. It's that, so it's the time that we spend with the Lord. We're able to hear his voice. Mm -hmm. And that's how you're going to be able to hear God's voice. God's not going to talk to you like, Hey, Christian, yeah. please wash the dishes today. You know? <laughs> and if, if, if you hear that, do it. Because, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I, you know what's kind of funny? It was that Stephanie called me off my grandpa's phone. Mm -hmm. And acted like he... acted. She acted like... She, you called. Yeah, no, she called me. Stephanie called me and no. acted. No, you, you called your grandpa and they answered. Oh, okay, so that's what it was. Uh. I called my grandpa. She answered and pretended to be my grandpa. <laughs> right? right? And at first, she kind of like, at first, I didn't, I thought maybe he was sick. <laughs> <laughs> or it sounded raspy in his voice. But then I realized, oh, wait, this is Stephanie, not my grandpa, because. You know how it no, not I didn't know the voice. I knew how he always call answers. He says, "Oh, Cristiano," yeah. <laughs> and she didn't say that. Yeah, and she didn't say that. And then I knew that it wasn't my grandpa because that's the time that you spent with your grandpa. Because I know him enough where he he acknowledges me by my name. You know his that's, character. That's how his name was. Yeah, but the Lord calls you by your name. Exactly. Like He's chosen you, and He says, Chelsea, Micah. You know Stephanie, and you know his voice uh -huh. because you spent the time. But because I'm not saying Stephanie's a deceiver, but she deceived me for a second. <laughs> it was a stranger's voice. Exactly. It, was, it was a stranger's voice that uh -huh. I almost, I almost got in conversation with. But then I was like, wait, 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 that doesn't sound right because he, it wasn't my grandpa, and he didn't, she didn't acknowledge me like how he usually does. So exactly. So I thought I just go yeah. with that. Yeah. No, that's it. That's it. When you know the person's voice, it's because you've had this relationship with them. Mm -hmm. And you know their character, you know everything about them, you know how they act, you know. And, and that's how we need to be with, with God. We need to be able to understand God, but we're not going to be able to understand Him if we don't read His Word. And don't read what He has left for us, you know. Um, and the last part that I want to get into before we tie it up here today is step number six and it's going to be pray then listen mm -hmm. and those tie together you know because a lot of the times we get in right we're like all right i'm gonna spend time with god but i'm gonna give god 10 minutes yada 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 and you're left with 30 seconds for god to speak to you and god's like i'm still trying to talk to you about the first thing that you said mm -hmm. when you came into this throne room because a lot of the times we'll be talking 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 but we don't take time to listen you know, and Matthew 6, 6 says, 
But when you pray, go away by yourself, shut the door behind you, and pray to your Father in private. Then your Father, who sees everything, will reward you. Right. Me and Christian joke about this all the time, but we kind of just, uh, you know, say if Jesus did it, then we got to do it. Like, you know, straight up, just simple as that. If Jesus did it, we do it. Mm-hmm. And we got to create that time. That's what I, tell, that's what I told you. You got to position yourself to be able to spend that time with God, to make God a priority, to, to read that scripture, to read the word, to be able to hear from God. But you're not going to hear from God right away. You're going to be like, oh, this is my first time reading the Bible. And, you know, I read Matthew 6, 6, but I don't know what God's telling me. you got to build up that stamina with God. Mm-hmm. God's not going to talk to you, like I said, in an audible voice. Mm-hmm. Though there's some instance where you can hear it. I heard it one time. And it shook me to my core. I wasn't scared, but I was just like, oh, son of a gun. Like, mm-hmm. Look at that. And they say, and it says in scripture, God's voice is like a roaring thunder, right? And when I heard this, you know, your boy just wanted to make a burrito and I was so excited because I was about to eat. And, you know, who doesn't get happy with food? And I heard it in my left ear and it was like, Kevin. And I was like, that was my brother, but he was in his room. And I thought it was my little cousin, uh, Ian said, and I was like, that was too deep for his voice. And homeboys passed out to my right on the couch. So it couldn't be him. And I was like. I felt I felt inside me just like yes, Lord, like <laughs> what's up? Like you know, I'm here. Um, but there's the there's, I, I get asked this question, and it's how do you know it's God's voice, right? If it's God, God's always going to back it up with His Scripture. Come on, and it's always going to bring you peace. It's not going to be like oh, God's not. That's not God. If if you feel discomfort in what you're hearing or you feel like you don't have a peace about that or you don't have, like I said, if you don't have this, this comfort, then it probably is not God. Right. But like I said, God's going to bring this comfort to you mm-hmm. if he's giving you a word and he's going to back it up with the scripture. Yeah. That's how God's going to talk to us. So, so it's not going to be an audible voice, but it's going to be this, this, this feeling that you get in your stomach mm-hmm. and it's going to rise up and it's going to leave an impression on your heart and it's going to come out and it's going to be translated through the Holy Spirit. And that's why it's so important that we have the Holy Spirit is to be able to communicate with God, first of all, but to be able to get translated to whatever God is trying to tell us. Yes. So if God's trying to tell you something, he's like, hey, go to Mark 6, 17. Mm-hmm. And you go, and it's exactly what you, had a, what you prayed for that morning, and God just directed to you at night, then you know it's from God. Yeah. Okay. So true. We got we to tune in. To, to that word. We got to tune into God. Just like, you know, we have, a, we have radios. And radios are playing 24-7. They're constantly playing 24-7. And that's God to us. God is constantly talking to us 24-7. But we're not tuned into Him. Yep. And you don't tune into a radio station until you turn it on. Until right. you crank that dial. And then you get there. That's good. So we got to tune in to God, right? We got to tune in. And I wrote this in capital right here. Listen, listen, listen. Because you need to be able to understand for what God is telling you. Because sometimes it can be a life and death situation. Yes. God can be protecting you. Do not go on that on that plane. Yes. Do not get on that plane. And then you don't get on the plane. Then you see why there was 176 people that died in that plane. Wow. And you listen to that voice that God was telling, that was talking to you. 
Like I told you, don't go on, you listen. Because it mm. wasn't the enemy. Exactly. The enemy's trying to destroy you. The enemy's trying to destroy you, exactly. And, that, and thank you for saying that too, because that brings me to my next point. The enemy is going to try to convince you and tell you that God doesn't want to talk to you. Mm. That you can't hear from God. Mm. That God's not, that God's not going to say that. You don't got a platform. You're not worthy enough to be able to hear your God. You're not a pastor, an evangelist. You're not part of the fivefold ministry. Right. So you can't hear from God. Like, no, 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 no. Like, look, boo-boo. You can hear from God. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to have a platform. You don't have to be under a microphone to be able to hear from God. Yeah. And we just went over that. Little steps to be able to hear from God. And I want, I want to do, uh, before, before we wrap it up, this is my last point. But I need all you guys' help with this one. I want to do an example with the group, okay? Yeah. The only person I think is going to be able to pass it is Maggie, because how close you are. Um, so when I say go, I want you guys to count to 10 out loud, everybody, okay? Okay. okay. So just remember how to count, guys, okay? <laughs> All right, so ready, set, go. Did you hear what I said? Jesus? No. But did, Jesus? Did you guys hear what I said, though? No. No. Perfect. No, no, we we'll talk. Peaches. Peaches. You see? Uh, see what happened there? Yeah. And no. I heard this. <laughs> and I heard this. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pray later, okay? <laughs> um, I need to learn to hear from Ken. <laughs> so, so the example I just gave you guys: a whisper in a loud room is quiet, and a whisper when it's quiet is loud. That's good. That's a good word right there. See, that's what gave you that, huh? I heard somebody say that the whisper is quiet, or the whisper is quiet when it's loud. So I heard that, and I shared it in the men's Bible study, but when I was preparing for this, I felt like God was telling me, have everybody count out loud and whisper, and then do it without it. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, this is why I need you, you know? And, uh, that was good. Yeah, so when we're able to eliminate those distractions and everything around us and be able to get into the presence of God and actually soak in what he's telling us and listen we'll be able to hear what God is telling us. Yes. And that is it, guys. That is it. So one more thing. How do you have a relationship with God? Same way that you have a relationship with your wife or your mother, brother, sister, uncle. It's time that you spend with them. Because if, if you just spend time with God five minutes a week, right. you would think that's going to be no. a good relationship. Like if you showed up to your job once every five days, you think you still have a job? Right. Mm. I'm talking more about having a covenant with God. Mm. To have relationship with God. How do you do that? To have this relationship. Yeah, I mean to backtrack through what we talked about, the first step is to, is to surrender. Okay. The first step is to accept the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So God has given you this gift, and it's to a new life. Okay. You know, because once 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 we're born again, the old you dies, yeah. and this new creation in Christ is born. Okay. So if anybody was to ask, "How do I hear from God?" I would tell them you need the Holy Spirit. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
How do you receive the Holy Spirit? As everybody would say, through the salvation prayer, right? Yeah. But you don't need some fancy prayer just to accept the Holy Spirit. You know, it says in Scripture, as long as you believe that Jesus is the Son of God, that He died on the cross for you, and through faith you are born again, you receive the Holy Spirit. So I feel God's putting this impression on my heart to give that invitation to everybody to everybody, and to lead mm-hmm. them and show them how to do so because you gave the word and for them to even hear God's voice and need to build a relationship. Now God can talk to people however, yeah. but the relationship is where it's a constant basis knowing him and hearing his voice. Mm-hmm. So if you could do so, yeah. that'd be great. Yeah, so we never want to give we never want to leave without giving everybody the opportunity to accept God into their life, right? Yes. So if that's you and you're like, you know what, I want to accept God into my life. You know, I'm, I'm a new believer and I want to accept God and have this relationship with him. Then this is for you. But also, if you feel like your relationship hasn't been the best and that you kind of strayed away from God and that you want to rededicate your life, mm-hmm. then... This is also for you. Perfect. So everybody here, um, just repeat after me. Father God, God. it's me. It's me. I accept you into my life. I accept you into my life. Lord, I believe that Jesus died on the cross. That through him, I am born again, and by faith I declare it. Lord, fill me, make me new, forgive me of my sins, and show me the way. Father God, I accept you into my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you, everybody that was listening online and also here. Uh, Rev Kev did an amazing job. So let's give him one more big applause. Thank you. That's awesome. Uh, before we close out, does um, anyone need any prayer requests? Okay. okay. Um, does anyone on, the, on this side need uh, any prayer? Okay, you do? Okay, what do you need? I just want, um, like... For the celebration of life, for it to be peaceful, and that my husband and his sister Terry are comforted, and you know the family's comforted, and the Holy Spirit's there, just bringing that supernatural peace and comforting them in this time. Okay, can definitely do that. Anybody else? Um, so I'm kind of hearing this in my heart. See, this is about listening to the Holy Spirit, right? Getting quiet enough where you hear the whisper. Is that um, we want to pray for the sick, and we want to pray for people that are in desperate times. But I'm not gonna pray. Kevin is, so he gave you guys the word. The word has been declared, right? The word is accompanied by what miracle signs and wonders, right? And these signs shall follow them that believe. So we're believers here. Yes. We're going to let Holy Ghost 
do what he's going to do, but we're just going to let him use the vessel, each one of us. So this is, a, this is the whole thing about discipleship. You get to a point where you can start entrusting people to do the work of the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Because mm-hmm. one day I won't be here. And how about if you guys are here? But you guys have been taught and have been equipped and know how to serve the king. That's what it's about. So I'm going to let you take over and um, just pray uh, everybody out. And if you guys don't need prayer on the Zoom, then you guys can just uh, just have a good night. Good night. We'll just pray for them real quick. Just yeah. pray for the whole group, guys. Pray for the whole group. Father God, I just pray for everybody under the sound of my voice, everybody that is listening, that listens to this word, Lord, and everybody that is here in person, and everybody that is going to listen to this as well, Lord, that I pray hedge of protection over everybody in the mighty name of Jesus, that I pray that they seek you and seek you holy, Lord, seek you for who you are and not for what you can give them. Father God, I want to cancel every assignment of the enemy that is on each and every one of our heads. That I break that power right now in the mighty name of Jesus. That when the enemy tries to throw something your way, you just laugh in his face. And you tell him, get behind me, Satan, and get under my feet. Because the path that the Lord has set for me is bright. And I am walking in purpose, I am walking in power, and I'm going to walk in love. I'm going to walk to where my Father has guided me to go. This is how we talked about in John chapter 10, that, that, that the sheep know the shepherd's voice, yes. that we only listen to what the Lord is telling us, yes. that we're able to discern whether it's the Lord or the enemy that is trying to speak, Lord. And Father God, I want to pray for forgiveness, that I feel like somebody doesn't feel like they could be forgiven here. That they've been carrying this 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 big old weight, like like a big old boulder, and it's tied to their hip, and they and they and they can't move, but only inch by inch, and and I f- I feel this, and I feel like they're they're drained, not only physically but mentally drained. And Lord, I just want to uplift that person right now in the mighty name of Jesus, that God sees you. That you are forgiven, but you need to ask for forgiveness. Because the enemy has been telling you that you are not forgiven. Mm. But what do we tell him? We tell him to get behind us and get under our feet. We silence his voice and listen to our Father. Yes. And Lord, I pray that you guide us for the rest of this week, Lord. That you lead us into your purpose and into the direction, Lord. Not only for ourselves, but for others as well that need it, Lord. Mm. We always hear the term, give them hell. But we want to give them Jesus. And Father, we thank you and we love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, love you guys. Take care. So just do whatever the Lord's leading you to do.